Welcome back to the Roger Sarn Podcast, where we talk all things Army. And I am your host, Sarn Cruz. As always, I don't want to waste you guys' time, so let's get started. Roger Sarn! What's going on, guys? And today we're going to be discussing an article I came across on MilitaryTimes.com, and it's titled, Here are the Rules to Get Reimbursed for Shipping a Pet in 2024. And this article was written by Karen Jowers on 29 June. So, service members will be able to get reimbursed for shipping FIDO to their new duty station starting next year. Troops on PCS orders may be reimbursed for eligible costs of relocating one dog or one cat per move under the new DOD policy. So reimbursement can be up to $550 if moves are made within the continent of the United States and up to $2,000 if moves are made overseas. So yes, you hear it here. You will be able to take your dog with you. You no longer have to, or, or cat. You no longer have to leave it with, with, with your family member. You no longer have to rehouse it, rehome it, whatever you want to call it. And you no longer have to take it and get boarded. You will be able to take your pet with you and you will be able to get reimbursed the financial cost starting 2024. So you'll even, like, like it says, you even get paid for moving it in the U.S. So you take the pet with you, you fly, you drive, I don't know, whatever have you, and those costs will be covered. And the biggest thing is that you're going to get up to $2,000 for going O-Conus. And this is going to come in clutch because we're going to talk about it later on in the article. Um, The new policy is set forth to take effect January 1, 2024, and it doesn't apply to current PCS season and isn't retroactive. However, the military relief societies are continuing to provide assistance for eligible families to help pay for pet shipping costs. Since 2021, the relief Societies have provided a combined $813,000 in the assistance for military families. Wow. So first thing I'm going to address is, yes, it's not retroactive. Got it. But the fact that they're even doing this for us is clutch. It's huge. I'm telling you, everyone who has a, a pet understands this. They understand that this is a good thing moving forward. And just like any other new regulation, new policy, it takes time. They have to do their research and then they implement it, right? So um, it looks like it's been going on for three years and it's just now hitting the army, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. So the reimbursement will authorize in the fiscal year 2023 by the National Defense Authorization Act, so the NDAA. Although the new law authorizes up to $4,000 per pet for transporting them from overseas, the DOD officials set the max max to $2,000. So a Marine Corps administrative message signed on June 9th cited significant unbudgeted cost of this new authority as the reason for pushing it to January 1st, 2024. And um, I do kind of get it um, because if you go to military onesource.com and it's it it boldly states in their initial paragraph and they have I'm pretty sure they have a general consensus of what they're talking about up to or more than 400,000 
service members PCS per year. Now, that's not to say every member has a pet. However, a good majority of those are family members or single individuals that have pets. So this is why they pushed it to 1 January versus starting it at the new fiscal year, right? So they have to plan for these costs, make sure that they can actually do what they're saying that they want to do, right? They need to accommodate. And um, it being that it's unbudgeted, I'm pretty sure this is why it's cut in half. And plus, we just can't have nice things. So over the past few years, transportation of pets during PCS has become increasingly difficult and expensive for military families, <laughs> you think? Um, and I, I will say, obviously, it's expensive, especially if you're going overseas. But the difficulty is, um, even if they're paying for it, the difficulty is very um, prevalent because some airlines, depending on the season or especially the, 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 the weather, like the temperature, if it's too hot, they will not transport that pet until a certain time, right? So sometimes it'll be like, well, we're not transporting pets between the months of July and August because those are probably the hottest. So they'll start doing it in September and on, you know? when everything cools down. So that's one of the challenges of PCSing with pets. So now that they're assisting us with that, now we just have to plan that PCS um, accordingly, right? Being able to, if you are if, if you have a family, being able to PCS in time for your kids to go to school and at the same time be, be, being able to PCS with your pet. So while they provide the monetary um, accommodation, you will have to navigate the actual difficulty portion. So realizing the financial hardship military families were facing to transport their furry family members to and from overseas, the military relief societies have stepped up to help military service members with the cost. According to the Army Emergency Relief and Navy Marine Corps Relief Societies, the average assistance per pet is around $3,000 per client. So this is not necessarily $3,000 per pet. According to the AER spokesperson, retired Army Colonel Sean Ryan, officials don't have information on how many pets per client are transported, but they cap their assistance at $5,500. So instead of having to potentially pay an AER loan back the dod is stepping in right and let's say for instance it because it says the average is three thousand per pet let's say for instance you cap at your cost go up to twenty three hundred dollars right then the aer will step in and assist and it's a lot less that you probably have to take as a loan if you're in that financial situation some may qualify for grants obviously, but the uh, grants, sometimes soldiers be like, you know what, the back end of it is, is, is too much work because when you qualify for grants, sometimes you have to take classes, you have to disclose a lot of your financial um, background and whatever have you that the AER requires for when they're giving money away, right? So the fact that this has been going on for a while and they it's tried and true, like this happens, people are or soldiers are actively using this benefit, and now that it's going to hit us, it's clutch. Um, so some of the fine print, it says reasonably reasonable and sus substantiated. 
costs that can be reimbursed include mandatory microchipping, boarding fees, hotel service charges, licensee fees for like new at the new permanent duty station, and the pet shipping fees. If the service member flies rather than drives or the pet is shipped separately, troops could need to keep their receipts, right? So for those outside the United States, eligible costs also include quarantine fees and fees for testing titer levels, so like the antibody blood test uh, for entry to those um, places that they're going to go, right, as well as the cost above. So what I said earlier that the $2,000 is going to come in clutch, this is what I'm talking about, right? The DoD is doing their best to remove all the obstacles for you not having to leave your extended family member. Now, in reality, let's talk about this. Most of this stuff should, well, some of this stuff should have probably been done, right? Like the microchipping and stuff like that. Um, but maybe the boarding fees, and especially hotels. Some hotels definitely don't, don't are not pet friendly. Like if you're going somewhere, like I'd spent a lot of time in Germany. You go to Germany, a lot of places, you bring your pet and you're good to go, right? Um, and, and, and also a lot of places in Germany, depending on the pet that you have, you must go through like classes and prove that the pet is not um, vicious, right? Um, or doesn't have a propensity to just lash out at any given time. Like for instance, if I know for a fact um, I lived in Bavaria in Germany, I was stationed in Bavaria and there uh, I know for a fact the Rottweilers, they have to do like a temperament test. And this is, I guess, the licensing fees that they're talking about, right? Um, but yeah, these are some things that you got to take into consideration. And then it says, um, when trans oceanic travel, damn it, I got that off on one try. <laughs> trans oceanic travel is involved. The service member must use government or government provided travel for the pet if available, or the service member won't be authorized reimbursement for the transportation costs. These government options are lower cost, but space is limited and available only to first come, first serve basis. For more information, you're just going to go to the Air Mobility Command Pet Travel. Um, all these, all this information, I'll provide the links in the description of the uh, podcast, and you can just click on it or highlight and put it in there. And all the information is in there. So, service members are responsible for the following rules. All the rules for the importing and exporting a pet in order to be eligible. If the pet is denied entry, the service member could be denied reimbursements, according to the DOD. So make sure that you go on this website and you do a thorough read through and understand the limitations that are there. Um, so we all have heard of the of the horror stories of a policy being implemented and then someone getting screwed over. And this is to avoid that. And a lot of times... Uh, I don't want to say it's our fault, but a lot of times we just put a lot of things on. We put a lot of unnecessary obstacles or we just don't read the fine print and we kind of avoid a lot of the policy um, regulations. Right. So if you go on the AMC website, it's going to tell you like it's it, it's it's very detailed. It says the it gives you transportation guidelines. It has pamphlets it has a pet check in. You know, it tells you what time you got to be there in order to check in and uh, get your pets in there properly in a, in a timely fashion. 
Um, and as a, as we all know, so it sounds like it's a space available type thing, and we all know space available <laughs> when you're traveling. It's it can be challenging, but not impossible. And then it just goes to tell you about your pet travel fees. So if if the combined weight of the pet, let's say for instance, is uh, less than seventy pounds, you're going to be charged one hundred and twenty five dollars. So if it's between 71 to 140, it says 250. And if the combined weight is 141 to 150, the charge is going to be 375. And then it says, I guess it's the equivalent or the amount of excess baggages. Um, It talks about service animals. And it has all the information that you're going to really, really need in order to make sure that you do not void and you qualify for um, for this reimbursement. Because at the end of the day, it's it's clutched, right? And then the article goes on to talk about everything else about the Relief Societies. If you want to know more about that, just uh, go ahead and click on the link and you can read it and you can go through it. But uh, in conclusion, we all know uh, pets are extended part of the family. And starting 2024, January 1st, 2024, there is no financial need to leave them behind, either PCSing local or PCSing across the world. That's it for today's episode of the Roger Sarm Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review the podcast. You can also like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow me on Instagram at Roger underscore Sarnt. You can friend me on Facebook at Roger Sarnt. And lastly, you can follow me on TikTok at Roger Sarnt. If you have any suggestions for the show, you can email me at rogersarnt at gmail.com. Until then, this is Saren Cruz signing off the net. And don't forget, you don't have to embrace the suck if you got the right tools in your ruck. Roger Saren!